Hello and welcome back. Happy Sunday. I know I've missed the past couple of weekends, so I apologize for being absent, but I'm back. I hope everybody has been well. I hope you've been kind to yourself and treating yourself with extra love. I know shit has been pretty crazy these last couple of weeks and this last month as everything's opening up and we're all getting the chance to return to a sense of normalcy. So I hope everybody's keeping those stress levels low, nice and low. Today I wanted to talk about our gender roles and the stereotypes that we and programming that we've grown up with and how it kind of affects us today. I was talking with a friend, um, now ex-co-worker. Um, he's still a really good friend. Love that kid. Uh, and we were talking about, you know, relationships and how men respect women and, you know, how it's possible for women to secure a healthy relationship with a man that they like. And the conversation, I mean, I didn't, I feel like in the past, the conversation like that would have probably irritated me a little bit more. But I was kind of stepping out of myself and kind of being an observer to the situation. At least it felt like it. I feel like I would have gotten a lot more pissed off at a conversation like that. But he was being honest. Um, so I can't really get mad at him. But he was telling me and my other coworker, he was like, well, he's like, a man is not going to respect or want to spend their life long term with a woman that's easy or a woman that has a reputation for sleeping around or, you know, whatever. He's like a man. He's like, it's really easy for a man to sleep with a woman. Like, it's really, really easy. Like, if you just want to get some pussy, like, it is super easy. But, you know, retaining for a woman to retain that relationship, you know, it's going to be difficult, you know, because at that point, he's not really going to respect her. Now, this is not a one size fits all. So I don't want you guys to jump all over this man. Because he's not entirely wrong, and he's not entirely right. So he's right in the sense that it's a common thought process. It's a common programming in men, right? If you know that a woman is not a virgin, right? Or if you know that a woman you know, you guesstimate that a woman has slept with at least three other men. A man is going to have trouble finding value in that woman because he's going to be focused on all the other men that she may have slept with, right? At that point, it just becomes a, I just want to fuck her and, you know, get it over with. And I'm not going to go so far as to say that these people are bad people. You know, I feel like everybody deserves to experience pleasure and gratification and all that stuff so it's not wrong but it's a very damaging um, train of thought I think because he added on after that he was like you know a man is going to try to find the best woman out there she's going to have you know a good reputation she's going to present herself well she's going to be able to do this she's going to be able to do that she's basically going to represent a debutante <laughs> so just very poised in society in every way you know and that's not to say that women like this don't have their past right or their indiscretions as some would call them 
uh, they just are better at keeping it up. Some women don't give a fuck if you know that they've slept with X amount of men or women, right? They don't really care. So they're very open with it. And men like my friend um, believe it's like, well, that woman is most likely never going to find somebody that's going to genuinely love her. There's just going to be a whole bunch of people that want to fuck her. And that's going to be it. Eventually, as she gets older, she's going to lose value with each man that she sleeps with. Now, I think that that's incorrect. I don't agree with that. I think that you place or you determine the value that you have in this world. If you're with somebody, right, or you're trying to get to know somebody and they don't place value on you, right, or they don't place any value on you, then there's nothing else to talk about, right? That was like me and O, Mr. O, right? Mr. O didn't place any value on me. He saw me as very disposable. Um, he saw me as somebody that was probably only good or useful on my back, right? He had a very cliche, chauvinistic view of me, which was like, oh, this woman is not worth anything to me. And while I know that's not true, and I know that people that love me and actually know who I am would also disagree with him, that's how he feels, right? And you can't sit here and say like, oh, well, you're wrong. I mean, it's it's going to do me no good to sit there and try to convince him, waste all of my precious time that I have in this world, to convince him that he's wrong, right? Like, oh, he's wrong, right? He's not right. I'm valuable. I'm worth, you know doing xyz i'm worth the her the whole girlfriend route and i know i am right some people are not going to place value on that and it might be you know like my friend's view like oh maybe i slept with them in the past and you know we split off and then we reunited and because i slept with them now they don't see me as valuable because they've already slept with me right and again that's their prerogative that's going to be their issue if they don't place any value on me, then it's up to me to leave that situation and find somebody that values me as much as I value myself. And I really do believe that people treat us the way we treat ourselves and the way we project ourselves. If we project ourselves to a certain level of confidence and self-love, we are going to attract people that you know, resonate with that. And, you know, I've noticed that when I'm in low point points in my life, right, where I'm not necessarily, you know, loving myself enough or respecting myself enough, um, I connect with people like O or uh, people like J, right? And I don't think that it's bad, you know, it's an experience, it's a learning experience, because you go through very specific waves of emotion with these situations, right? You get hurt, um, you feel terrible, you feel anxiety, you feel X, Y, X, Y, Z, you know, um, you know, and the thing is, is that when you feel low, and you connect with these people, right? When you're in low states and you're connecting with people that aren't good for you. I guess in the long term, right? Because maybe they don't respect you. Maybe they don't see value in you as a person. 
right? Or they are emitting the sense of negativity towards you, right? In one form or another, may, it could be intentional, it could be not, I guess, you know, you have to play that one by ear. But when you're in those low points in your life, it's really important to observe what's happening around you and the types of people that you may be attracting in your life and how things are going for you. And it's not to say that, like I said, it's not to say that those experiences are, you know, useless. I think they have a lot of value. But they, you know, they don't need to happen. It's not, it's not a necessity. You don't need to go through that, right? But sometimes, without us knowing, we want to go through that, right? We're in a low point. We want to be destructive. We want to, you know, see on the other side. We want to walk through the fire. And that's okay. You know, most of the time we always back, we always bounce back, right? But going back to that mindset that my friend had and that a lot of men have, and even women, a lot of women and men have this mindset, right? And it's that deep, deep programming of if a woman has X amount of partners, she's not valuable. She's not worth bringing home to meet my mother. She's not worth, you know, doing X, Y, Z. And what's funny is that you go back to like, I don't know, 80 years ago, 90 100. A woman was considered a whore if she was talking alone in a room with a man. She He didn't even have to touch her. <laughs> and the woman's value was automatically diminished because they don't know. Like, oh, he he was talking to her, so she's familiar with him. Oh, so that means that she had sex with this man. Oh, she's not a virgin. Oh, my God, she's a whore. She's a loose woman, right? And now it's women that are not afraid to admit that they sleep or they have slept with somebody or that they're not a virgin. So we've We've kind of graduated, not kind of, we've definitely graduated. We've graduated to, you know, women not being afraid, most women not being afraid to admit like, oh no, I'm not a virgin, right? And then men prompt the question, you know, well, how many men have you slept with? And I think I've already talked about this before. It is nobody's business. And I really, really hold true to that. It is nobody's business. How many people you've slept with? Because it's not important and it shouldn't place value. I mean, although in this society and to some people it does, I don't think it should. should not. It should not determine your value or your ability to be loved or to love or to provide or, you know, to be a mother, right? That's very uh, surface level. You know, we make mistakes, we get tricked, we fall for it sometimes, right? You know, I have had men uh, say that they were going to marry me. <laughs> so like, oh, I love you so much. I want to marry you. I want to have kids with you. I want to meet your family. I want to go on vacation with you. And meanwhile, all they wanted was to have sex one time. <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, you fall for it sometimes. You know, depending on how young you are and how inexperienced you are, you fall for things sometimes. Does that make you a loose woman that you fell for somebody that was dishonest with you? No. But I don't think that a woman or a man 
right? Because I, I, I mean, I have, it's not that common, but I'm sure it does happen to men in some capacity. I don't feel like you should be punished for doing something that you feel is good for you in that moment. As long as you're not hurting anybody. And I always say that. Um, I don't think that you should be punished for, you know, having sex. Like, oh, I'm going to date this woman and I'm going to bait her. I'm going to tell her all these things. Like, oh, I want a date. I want a girlfriend. You know, I want a wife. I'm looking. I see that in you. I want all this stuff. And then a woman lowers her guard. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I think I can trust this man. Because he's telling me that he wants all this stuff with me. So then she has sex with this man, right? And then immediately he's like, well, you don't have any worth. You're a whore. And uh, you didn't pass the test. And it's just like, oh, that's a cruel game to play with somebody. You know, you, you're dishonest with them and then they lower their guard and they end up sleeping with you and then you're just like, JK, I'm not trying to fuck with you, right? And you're like, okay, well, that's fucked up. Never mind, right? And then the woman kind of goes back to the drawing board and, you know, tries to figure it out. But to all my male listeners that might place any kind of value on my words, right? Don't do that to prospective partners. Don't trick them. And don't place their value on whether or not they trust you to have trust you enough to have sex with you. Because I can tell you right now, my bosses and my coworkers don't know what I'm like when I have an orgasm. <laughs> That's very private, right? They don't know what my vagina looks like. They don't know what my bare ass looks like. Or my chest or anything like that. They don't know. That's a very private thing. Not everybody has access to that. But if a woman is trusting you, right? If a woman is trusting you to have access to view and experience these very intimate parts of herself. Why should she be punished for that? It's never made sense to me. And I know that not all men feel this way, right? Almost any man that has a daughter would probably, an adult daughter, like I know my dad, my dad doesn't think, because I'm not a virgin, doesn't think that I don't deserve love and happiness and respect just because I'm not a virgin, right? And your mom, right? Men that have mothers, that are actively in their life and that they love or sisters, right? I don't imagine that you would think that they're that they are not worth being loved or respected because they're not virgins if they're not, right? Or that one day, you know, if it's a sister, if it's a younger sibling, that when she loses her virginity, when she trusts a man enough to lose her virginity to that man, that she's no longer worth anything, right? It's not just a female potential partners you know you have to equate that to all the women in your life that you care about your mother your grandmother your sister your female cousins you know females that mean a good deal to you right family or friends right their worth is not determined by the number of partners that they have and just because they have or have had a partner or partners does not mean that they don't deserve love, trust, and honesty. Just as much as a man, 
You know, just because a man doesn't have a six-figure job, right, doesn't mean that he's not worth being loved, respected, or trusted. Just because a man doesn't, like, have a fucking six-pack, right, or isn't 6'3", doesn't mean that he's not worth being loved, loved, trusted, and respected. You know, I have my father in my life, I have uncles, I have male friends, all whom I love very much, right? And their worth is not determined by any of that to me. I would never assume, like if somebody hurt them, right, in one form or another, I wouldn't assume like, oh, well, that's because you don't have a six-pack, dude. Oh, well, that's because you're not six foot five, my dude. You know what I mean? I wouldn't assume or not assume. I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with the person that hurt them that their worth is determined by those factors. And I really do wholeheartedly believe that we should not be placing that on our people in our lives, male or female. Men, you are still worth being loved and cherished and respected, even if you don't have a six-figure job or fucking mansion in the hills or, you know, exotic cars or a six-pack or six-foot-five, right? You don't need to look like a fucking Hollywood Adonis, right, to be loved, trusted, and respected. That's not how that should be. Ladies, just because you're not a virgin... Just because you have a healthy relationship with sex and you think that when you trust and love somebody enough, right, that you want to have sex with them, that does not determine your worth. Your worth is not determined by how skinny you are or how big your boobs are or um, how flat your tummy is, right? Or maybe the opposite, right? How thick you are, how slim thick you are, or how long your hair is or how clear your skin is, right? Those do not determine your worth. What determines your worth, in my opinion, is how you treat others, your character, how well you can hold a conversation with people, you know, your humor level. Are you funny, right? Even if you're not funny, can you take a joke? Can you, can you be receptive to jokes? Um, do you, do you have a love and knowledge for food or literature or art? Or movies or shows or dogs or cats or parakeets or the outdoors. You know, those interests are what are important, I think, and place value on a person, right? If you worked hard and went through your education, right? You went to uh, Yale or Harvard and, you know, you have a really nice degree because you worked really hard and you paid off all your bills and you have a nice job. That's wonderful, you worked really hard to get to where you were. And at the end of the day, you were the one that needed to have ass and chair to finish that and accomplish to where you got to. On the other hand, if you went to community college, right, and you got an associate's degree, and then you got a job, and then you got promoted, and you're, you know, you're getting paid maybe not as much as somebody that went to Yale. Maybe you will someday, right? That's not to say that you won't. Maybe you're not getting paid somebody like an executive, but you're getting good you're getting paid good money. You've secured a safe, clean house for yourself. You can feed yourself every night. You pay your bills every month, right? That's also fucking wonderful. Or you didn't go to college at all. And you went to trade school, maybe. And you you work as, you know, maybe you work as 
a garbage man. Maybe you work as a gardener. Maybe you work, you know, doing whatever and you love what you do. You're able to feed yourself every night. You're able to provide for the people that you want to provide for. If it's just yourself, that's great. If it's for others, that's also great. What I'm saying here, what I'm trying to get at is that your value is not less by the number of people that you fucked. Your value is not dependent on how tall you are or how, how much money you have in the bank. Although society would tell you otherwise, in my opinion, that's not where your value steps in. Your value steps in with your developing character. How has your character shaped you into the person that you want to be today? How has your experience shaped you into the person you are today? How do you treat others? How do you treat yourself? How do you treat your family? Those things determine your value in my eyes. And it always has. Now, does that mean that I'm going to, you know, date every person that has those things? Probably not. You know, I guess there's other things, you know, like chemistry and, you know, how attracted I am to them, right? Because attraction is important and other different things have always attracted me in people. It's always different in different people for me. And it's usually like that for most people. Some people like the same exact type of person, but, you know, for me, it's always different. The reason that I like somebody is always different. But I always like to end these because I know it's been a while. I always like to end these by reminding you guys to really be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with your words and how you speak to yourself because that's really important. Not only the way you speak to others, but the way you speak to yourself. If you're consistently putting yourself down and not placing worth on yourself based on societal standards of, oh, I've, I've fucked X amount of people, so therefore I'm not going to find somebody that's, you know, going to love me or respect me ever. Or, oh, shit, you know what? I slipped up. I was attracted to this person. I had sex with them. Now they're not going to respect me. You know, get that thought out of your head. Get that thought out of your head. Get those thoughts out of your head. Realize that the way you speak to yourself is just as important as you speak to others, as, as the words that you speak to others. Really love and cherish the time that you have with yourself and with others. You deserve to have love and affection regardless of decisions that you've made for yourself in the past. And let yourself just fucking be happy. You know, I always say that. Let yourself fucking be happy. Don't wait for the other shoe to drop. There is no other shoe. The shoes are gone. In this moment, you are happy. In this moment, everything is going right. There is no when the other shoe drops. There is no shoe. There is no what if. There's no when. Just enjoy what you have in the moment that you have it. And don't place any conditions on it. Just enjoy what you have and be grateful for what you have. Love yourself. Realize that you will be successful if you keep working on what you're working on. You will be happy if you keep striving and doing things, little things here and there, that make you happy, even, even temporarily. Make yourself 
into the type of person and the type of life that you want for yourself in a positive way, right? Realize that if you're in a dark place right now, it's not going to last forever. You're going to grow out of it. You're going to find a position for yourself that fits well. You're going to find the person that's going to treat you and love you the way you want to be treated and loved. And it's all going to fall into place. You just got to live your life. Let yourself go through the waves and uh, different bumps in life. And just accept that society's standards aren't always right. (laughs) Or they're usually not right. A lot of the times they're actually not right. Don't place importance on the majority thought process. If it doesn't fit with how you think, don't live your life by it. You don't need to. Live your life according to what makes sense to you. Do what makes sense to you, not what society deems makes sense. I will leave you guys with that. I hope all of you guys have a wonderful weekend. I'm going to be starting a new job on Tuesday. Yay! So I'm excited. And as usual, please share my podcast with whomever you think might need it. You know, if you want to be on my podcast, you feel like you have something to contribute, you want to talk, please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram, Young Papacita. And we can chit chat away. All right. Love you guys. Have a great Saturday.